Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you. Live on tape from the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City, it's Stephen beautiful people here tonight. It's nice to be home with all of you. Welcome to The Late Show. I am your host, Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, breathe easy. Just take a... You can just let a little, you can just let a little bit of go already because we made it. This is our last show of 2021. And I tell you, 2021. 2021. If I could sum up the year in one sentence, CBS would bleep it. Man, it's been a rough year, starting with the attempt to overthrow our democracy. And this week, the House Select Committee on January 6th has shared a lot of disturbing details about the run-up to that day, courtesy of former White House Chief of Staff and man trying to remember what comes after two. (laughs) Mark Meadows. This week, the committee has released a bunch of Meadows text messages, including this one from a mystery lawmaker. On January 6, 2021, Vice President Mike Pence, as President of the Senate, should call out all electoral votes that he believes are unconstitutional as no electoral votes at all. No! You can't give that kind of power to Mike Pence. It'll be like Footloose. He'll ban dancing and make all of us call our wives mother. (laughs) Then he'll make our national bird the saltine. (laughs) It's a little spicy for Mike. Well, last night we learned the identity of this mystery maniac, and it's none other than Ohio congressman and caveman with a GED, Jim Jordan. Jordan's office acknowledged that he was the one who sent the message, but they had an explanation. Mr. Jordan forwarded the text to Mr. Meadows, and Mr. Meadows certainly knew it was a forward. Well, so what? That's not a defense. That's like saying, I didn't cook the meth, I just sold it at the Jimboree. Those toddlers are going to lose their teeth anyway. (laughs) This text is bad. But according to a new report, it was just a small part of a months-long campaign of subversion by half a dozen Republican lawmakers. Jim Jordan, Scott Perry, Paul Gozar, Louie Gohmert, Mo Brooks, and Andy Biggs, also known as Steel Team Dicks. (laughs) Now... After, after the election, the Dicks developed a blueprint for the former president's supporters in Congress to hammer home the idea that the election was tainted. Then they went on cable television, radio shows, and rallies to promote this idea, started drumming up support to derail the transfer of power, and finally plotted to disrupt the certification on January 6th of Joe Biden's victory. Then on the 6th, 
all six lawmakers were inside the Capitol, ready to protest the certification. But right before they could, security forces entered the chamber because rioters were in the building. So they were ready to reject the delegates, seize the ballots, and overturn the election. But they were interrupted by the out-of-control mob that their own lies had created. Reminds me of the words of founding father Benjamin Frankenstein. I'm hearing reports it was Antifa who destroyed the village. <laughs> now, if they had succeeded, don't know what that means, but I like it. If, if they had succeeded, the Oval Office would still be occupied by former president Schmuckalarange. <laughs> and today, douche Bigelow sat down. <laughs> For a Newsmax interview and claimed victory in the totally made up war on Christmas. When I started campaigning, this was in 2015, when I started campaigning, I said, You're going to say Merry Christmas again. And now people are saying it. Of course, they're not saying a lot of other things like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson. Yes, so true. Why aren't people saying Merry Abraham Lincoln and <laughs> Happy New Jefferson? Why, when I was a kid, we would chop down George Washington, put him up in the living room, and decorate him with wooden teeth. But the kids today with your video games and your Tamagotchis. He had more thoughts. America loves Christmas. Yeah. And whether you're Muslim, whether you're Christian, whether you're Jewish, everyone loves Christmas. Yeah. It's true. That's why traditionally on Christmas Eve, you leave Santa a warm glass of Manischewitz and a chicken shawarma. <laughs> so. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> he, he is, what's the word? Insane. <laughs> Look, I love Christmas, but I'm sure some people don't. That's okay. They can have their own thing. Just like I love my wife, Evie, but it's fine to me that other people in the world have their own spouses. <laughs> Although, sucks for them, I did get the best one. <laughs> of course... <laughs> of course, if America remains divided, we may have to solve things the old-fashioned way, like they're doing in South America, where Brazilian politicians are now settling disputes with MMA fighting. MMA, from now on, the second most painful thing I associate with the word Brazilian. <laughs> the... It's true. It's true. That's, that it's means... True. It's, just, it's true. You know what I'm slippery. talking about. See it. It keeps you slippery. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly right. <laughs> the match pitted uh, Simão Pesotto, a 39-year-old mayor, against former councillor Erinu Alves da Silva, Aged 45, the two resorted to fisticuffs after Silva blamed Pijoto for allegedly failing to conserve a water park. That's gonna make for some riveting trash talk. This jabroni wouldn't know how to relax with friends on a riverbank if his recreational appreciation of nature depended on it. I'm gonna drop you faster than the beautiful foliage that gently caresses this water's edge, brother. <laughs> Hand me a folding chair. Look! All in all, the match went three rounds. Impressive, but remember, these guys are 39 and 45. It would be a little tougher for our politicians. Can you imagine? 
In this corner, weighing in at barely alive, it's the terror from the Jurassic era, Chuck Grassley, and his opponent being carried in in bubble wrap because her bones are made from candy canes. It's Diane Paperskin Feinstein. And ding, ding, there's the bell. That means it's time for one of them to take a nap. And now, everyone is dead. Everyone is dead. They're all dead. In pandemic news, there's way too much pandemic news. Right now, the U.S. is averaging close to 120,000 new COVID cases each day, which is 50% more than a month ago. No, no, this has to end. This pandemic feels like the first time you go to a Catholic wedding. What do you mean it's not over? <laughs> We've been here for an hour. That was just the mass? They haven't even started the wedding yet? Do I, do I stand, do I, do I kneel? Do I, do I sit? Do I stand? Do I stand? I don't, how many positions do I have to take? This is like CrossFit. <laughs> now I know why Jesus is so cut. <laughs> Omicron might be the new variant on the block, but Delta's still going strong, y'all, which means now the nation faces a double coronavirus surge. So to be safe, double mask, double distance, double fisted. Mm. <laughs> Safety first. Safety first. The COVID surge has hit the NFL, where around 100 players have tested positive in the last three days. That's rough. A lot of those guys were supposed to play key parts in this Sunday's insurance commercials. <laughs> and we have footage of football players trying to avoid Omicron. Going deep. He's got Watkins. And buckle up. There he goes. And COVID. brings him down. Still... Sure. Highlights. Gotta ju- you gotta juke him. Juke him. Still the best play the Jets have made all year. <laughs> and it's not just professional sports. It's also happening in professional, the opposite of sports, musical theater. <laughs> Broadway is feeling the affects of Omicron. Just yesterday, Broadway canceled shows for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and the Tina Turner jukebox musical, Tina. No! Not Tina! She just left that good job in the city. <laughs> Working for the man every night and day. Yes. I... She never lost a minute of sleeping. <laughs> she never did. Worrying about the way things might have been. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's not just those shows. There were also confirmed cases in Freestyle Love Supreme, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Wicked. Just to be safe for the next 10 days, Glinda will be quarantining in a bubble. I feel bad for all those ticket holders who missed their shows. So I'm going to do my best right now to give them a little Broadway sparkle right now. (laughs) From one of the shows that got canceled, Mrs. Doubtfire, the musical, which I have not seen, but I assume goes a little something like this. Dad is Mrs. Doubtfire. I think our dad is Mrs. Doubtfire. This is a weird way to get back at mom. It's not okay, not okay. America isn't the only place dealing with Omicron. There you go. 
landed it. That a little one, higher than that. That one's good. There you go. We got the sound. America's not the only land dealing with Omicron. It's moving even faster across the pond. In Europe, experts predict it will be the dominant COVID variant within a month, which means Christmas in the UK this year is going to look like this. Hello, you there, boy. Me, sir. Yes, you, my good fella. What variant are we on? Variant? Why, it's Omicron, of course. Hell no. We got a great show for you tonight. Up next... The Late Show's Christmas Cartoon. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. That's the right on. Yes. My friends? Yes. Last show of the year. Strong. Yeah. Last show with you. Right. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, John. Merry oh, Christmas yes. to everybody over there. Hope you have a wonderful yes. break. Hope great. you spend a lot of happy time with your loved ones and your family over yes. there. Are you, what are you doing to celebrate, John? Yes, indeed. What are you doing to celebrate? Any, any big plans? Uh, just being with the family. That's nice. And uh, cherishing life. Oh, that's, that's lovely. Plan. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Folks. I tell a lot of jokes, but when I said this was the last show of the year, I was dead serious. This has been just a sack pounder of a year. <laughs> As it comes to an end, I can't stop thinking about what happened back at the beginning. And all I want for Christmas, consequences of any kind for these numbnuts. Okay? And... And maybe... And maybe some of those memory foam slippers, okay? <laughs> they won't forget who did this. But until the January 6th committee gives us what we've been asking for, we here at The Late Show have our own holiday offering, a new animated Christmas special, A Conspiracy Carol, <laughs> and every word is true. Jim? Okay, Gumdrop. Ready for my booster shot of ho 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 Derna. Give me that jolly jab. You should be chock full of Santa bodies now, boss. Wonderful. Now I'm all set so long as the virus never mutates again. Oh, no time for side effects. I'm off to certify the naughty and nice list in the Klaus of Representatives. It was in these hollied halls that Jingle Washington signed the Christmas Constitution and first uttered those famous words, peace on earth. Goodwill toward men. Ooh, son of a Grinch! Jingle bells, jingle bells, where is JFK? Junior! Santa is a lizard man, it's time to stop the sleigh. Hey! Oh no, it's those chestnuts from Scrooge and On. They're protesting against you putting them on the naughty list. Well, this isn't helping their case. Yeah! That's two hot mugs of Christmas cuckoo. Rudolph! Yes! You're in Scroogin' on now? But your nose so bright is meant to guide my sleigh tonight. We're stopping the sleigh! Rudy, we're family. 
Don't listen to him, Rain Man. His people wouldn't even let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. He's not your real dad. Well, obviously. Rudolph, your mother's going to be so disappointed. Facebook is my mother now. Stop the sleigh! It's the Bell of Night! Come on! The official turquoise ceremony! And now, to certify the final naughty and nice tallies, I yield the floor to the chair of the list, the Honorable Kathy Claus. Thank you, Santa. I shall first call on the elf on the shelf from the great state of Maine. The elf on the shelf from Maine declares 657,000 nice. Yeah. And 270,000 naughty. Yeah. Lobster. Madam Chair. The tally matches the list. Check once, twice. May my sack be filled accordingly. They're what? Breaking news. I'm here at the North Pole where a Stop the Sleigh rally is underway. And it's being whipped into a frothy nog of madness. Hello, maniacs! I feel your rage. You've been put on Santa's naughty list for too long. Well, I, too, have been on this naughty list ever since the day I slapped my way out of the womb. And today, with your help, all of us are going to finally get my present. Oh, that guy. The one who always asks for porn and soup. I got a question all you know. Just who exactly is writing that list in there? The liberal media wants you to believe it's Santa. But Scrooge and all knows the truth. Behold! That's good enough for me. Anagrams can't be wrong! Now, my fellow Purrupa patriots, let's go lock Santa up in imagination jail with my arch enemy Big Bird and bisexual Superman! Do it for the Lizard Man and Horse Pills and Jeffrey Epstein's ghost! Whatever else we all believe in, just get my present lunatics! There you have it, a reckless campaign of Christmas information now ending in a full-scale tinsel erection. Oh, It's your boy, Rick. I'm inside Santa's workshop, here to restore honor to the list. And while I got you, don't forget to visit Rick's World of Wild Reptiles over on Route 9. $5 off all a regular snake with promo code I watched Rick's Crime. I got the sack. This thing's magic. It'll give you anything you can imagine in your wildest dreams. What do you want? Vape pen. Vape pen. Vape pen right here. Vape pen for me. Okay. Let's go. Everyone into the panic chimney. Santa! I've never seen people this naughty. They're not just naughty. They're neo-Nazis. Kathy, we must protect the list. You head to the chamber. I'll bake these rioters a fresh batch of Christmas whoopers. Who's hungry for seconds? <gasps> the list. <laughs> I told you, fate of the flames of a deluded, bloodthirsty mob had no bad consequences. We got the list. I'm Santa Cruz. Stop the sleigh. Rudolph to Cancun. Where we glow one, we glow all! Rudolph, no! <laughs> now we say who gets all the presents, so let the will of the people finally be done! Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz! Huh? What was that? <laughs>
head. Get off my sled. Now, Marjorie. Marjorie, please! Don't kill Rudolph! You're better than this! Well, actually... I just want my present! I'm a girl! Santa! Rudolph, with your nose so bright... Let me guide your sleigh to This landing's gonna be a real nutcracker! <laughs> the list is no more! We control Christmas future! Tell us, oh Scrooge it on! How shall we fulfill your sacred prophecy now? Scrooge and on says to poop on stuff! Yeah! Oh Scroogey one! Then I am your humble instrument! Aid me, Tactical Taco! Oh, 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 oh. Are you okay? I am now, Santa. It's good to have you back. Now, as for the rest of you, just what were you hoping to achieve here today? To kill Santa Claus? Well, you can't kill Santa, because Santa is a story. A story all of you believed as children. The story of a group of powerful beings working together to be nice. But for some reason, when you grew up, you started believing in powerful beings working together to be naughty. I mean crazy naughty, eating babies in pizza parlors naughty. Well, I say, if you can make up a story outlandish enough to believe the worst of each other, then maybe you can make up a story just crazy enough to believe the best. And I've got one right here. It's the story of how Santa Claus amended his process for one year to reflect what he believed people could be. Madam Chair, let us resume the ceremony. I call upon the elf on the shelf from the North Pole. The elf on the shelf from the North Pole declares this year, zero naughty, 100% nice. May my sack be filled accordingly. But you guys are still going to jail. Aww. That is a good story, Chris. Hey, I got a shiv. Merry shiv, miss. But Santa, the sleigh is completely figged. How are we going to deliver the presents? <laughs> Not to worry. Santa made his own wish this year to beat Jeff Bezos in the space race. Notice this spaceship looks like a giant snowman! It's a snowman, nothing else! Merry Christmas to all! And to all! You know what? Let's blur the spaceship, Jimmy. Merry Christmas, everybody! Coming up, Anderson Cooper. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. 
It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. Welcome back, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. My guest tonight is a correspondent for 60 Minutes and the host of Anderson Cooper 360. Please welcome back to The Late Show, our friend and yours, Mr. Anderson Cooper. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you. Thanks for being here. Uh, It's my pleasure. Last show of the year. Special, special slot. Last guest of 2021. I don't know what I did to deserve it. You're a fantastic guest. You're just wonderful company to be with. Well, now you've set the bar very high. I have, yes. Every word from your mouth is a pearl of wisdom. <laughs> yes. You know who you are? You're an easy guest because you know how to professionally talk on camera. It's, and I don't roll deep. I don't have a big entourage. Oh. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. It's no, just no. you. Like Betty White. She's got a huge entourage. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's got her own omelet chef. Yes. <laughs> Everywhere she goes. Really? Frittatas. He does more than omelets. Really? You get the idea. Huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I actually knew a guy who was famous for being an omelet chef, and his name was Rudolph Stanish. Yeah. If, you when would I was not a kid. know anyone who was famous no, for being an omelet chef. No, he was famous chef. for being an omelet Rudolph, chef. Rudolph, was it Rudolph Stanish of, of the omelet family? He was an omelet. He invented the omelet. He, in fact, was so famous as an omelet chef, he had his own line of, like, omelet frying pans. I'm, well, this is the 1970s. Who would have thought you were a Vanderbilt? <laughs> <laughs> would not have guessed it. No, these were top tier. These were top tier omelet chefs. Not, not the guy working the line at the Bennigan's on the Sunday brunch. Um, hey, listen, I've never I, had an you're over at the CNN, as I said, and I know that journalists don't like to be the story, or at least that's the thing you guys say. But <laughs> CNN is the story in many ways right now, certainly over the last couple of weeks. I mean, Chris Cuomo yeah. uh, uh, was let go, uh, uh, I wouldn't say suddenly, but a little surprisingly. We didn't necessarily see it coming that day. Were people surprised over at the shop? I think, I don't know about surprised overall, but I mean, it happened, it didn't happen, and then it did happen very quickly. So it didn't happen for like a year. Right. And yes. then, it, then it was like, right. oh, it might yeah. happen. Well, look, I, I mean, I, I think people are surprised the day it actually happened, when it happened. But, um, look, I mean... No... Did you know that night? Did you know, did you know uh, before it happened? No. Before we knew? No, I had no you idea. You found out from watching the TV? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, didn't, I, they didn't have a, a staff meeting or anything and say, hey, everybody, we're going to tell everybody that Chris isn't here. I, I don't know, maybe. No, no, of course. They, were, they, were, they would have a staff meeting and say, like, oh, we're going to do this thing, but don't tell anybody? I mean, uh, <laughs> Yes, it's exactly what they would do. The corporation would let the employees know that you might be contacted by outside members of the press because we're going to make some news right now by canceling our number one show. You know what? I don't think CBS does that. I, mean, I know I th- everyone who gets fired at CBS before the audience. Before Do you else. really? 100%. Well, they you, call that's because you're they, a muckety-muck. They call me and say, is this right. okay with you? Because you're a mocker. Is this okay with you? I know people who are being fired tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. And how did you feel about it? Do you think it was the right thing to do? Well, look, uh, I mean, look, anytime... Look, I I don't want anything bad to happen to somebody who's a colleague and somebody who is a friend of mine, and I feel terrible for him and for his family. That being said, um, look, journalists have strict ethics and strict rules that we are to abide by, and if you don't abide by them, there are repercussions. And I wish Chris the best. 
uh, and I'm sorry for how all of this played out, but, um, you know, and I, I hate this for his family, um, but this is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a business with very big responsibilities and their repercussions. How's Don Lemon? Is he okay? <laughs> I think Andy because they is seem hoping. Very close. They and seem very close. Don. Don yes. I, yeah. You know, I haven't talked quite to, sincerely. To Don about they it. seem quite close. They I'm are curious very how close. This yeah, is, they're very good friends. Don. Good. And Don wears his heart on his sleeve. And I was just curious if you. I have not. I have not. You guys don't talk. It. No. You, you could probably invite Don on the show. I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the last show of the year. Right. Well, right. Well, the year's I would. Done. I would if we had a show tomorrow. Don, you'd be here. Yeah. But Anderson said, "Don't invite Don. Only me." No. The first call after I got the news about Chris Cuomo was from Andy Cohen. It was like. Do you think I could get that show? I was like, Andy, you've got enough real estate in television. Yeah. You don't. It'd be good though. It'd be really. <laughs> yes. oh, Andy really... believes he is fully qualified to host a presidential debate because he hosts the Housewives reunion. So I mean, I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. I don't know. We have to take a quick break, but okay. please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Anderson Cooper, everybody. <laughs> This is, this is, I got to get to the bottom of this story right here, and you, the, you're the person to talk yeah, to about this. Sure. In 2019, you know, Time Magazine Man of the Year, meh. Sexiest Man Alive, that's an issue people care about, People Magazine, yeah. okay? Yeah. And uh, in, in, in 2019, Sexiest Man Alive, the cutest baby alive was Benjamin, which is right. Andy Cohen's baby, okay? Yeah, 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 All right, that. so he did a year, served yeah. his time, okay? Yeah, yeah no, it was and great. Then, He's a very cute baby. Very cute baby, yeah. Sweet baby. And then in uh, 2020, cutest baby alive, was your son, Wyatt Cooper. That's okay. right. That's right. Now... By the way, he is unrecognizable to me. What do you I mean? look what at those mean? pictures, I'm like... Why? Because he's so old now? I didn't know Winston Churchill was my baby. Like, I... When... At that moment, if you uh -huh. had told me that's what he looked like, I would have been like, that's not my kid. When I saw him at that moment, I was like, oh, my God, he's the cutest baby. I love that picture. Yes. I look at it now, I'm like... Who is that child? Because he has hair now, right? No, I don't know. He just looks different than I remembered him being at that age. I don't remember him looking quite so um, round and 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 just big and like. Can he talk? Can he talk? Now? Yes. Oh can yeah. He talk talk to you? So you yeah. Can't he says say fat because I'll understand. He says lots of words. He says. Give yeah. me a big. What's your paintings? Paintings. Is that was a word one of his, his first words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Paintings. Shoes. He loves shoes. 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 Wow. Every morning, first thing he does when he wakes up, I put him, we, we sit in the windowsill, and he looks out on the street, and he, as he comments, he points out people's shoes as they walk by. Yeah. Imagine a painting of a shoe would freak him out. <laughs> but the question is, but here's the, here's yeah. the, here's the, yes. this is where the interview gets tough. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm you ready, ready for yeah. the hard-hitting questions? Uh -huh. Okay, so this was 2019, Andy's right. Baby Benjamin, very cute. Okay, uh, Cutest Baby Alive 2020 right. is white right here. 2021, the issue just came out. Right. Paul Rudd's on the cover. Yeah. We can discuss that another time. Did you flip through? But there Paul is no. Paul Rudd's on the cover? Paul Rudd, you didn't know this. Paul Rudd's I, the I sexiest man alive this year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Controversial choice. I think I like Paul Rudd. He's surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but there is no cutest baby alive in this year's issue. Does that mean, yeah. obviously, yes. does Wyatt still yes. reign as cutest baby yes. alive? Yes. Yes. They've retired it. They've just been like, you know what? We're done. 
They, they lifted his onesie up to the rafters. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, if you go into the People magazine lobby, yeah. onesie, yeah. a soiled onesie is right. up in a... Well, in a time of crisis, you can't change horses like that. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? you just stick with Wyatt. It's like he's the yeah. FDR of cute <laughs> babies. You just got to stick with what's working right now. That's right. All yeah. right? Now, this, uh, is this... Is this a? Is this this is a? Is this a toy? Yeah, that's a so, toy. So uh, he he obviously must this, have the toys. This is was this... for my his Halloween costume was a vintage Batman costume that a friend of mine named Chip Kid gave me. Oh. But it's Wyatt's favorite toy is our cleaning products. So. Wow. The, the first is this is a little vacuum. This is a, a broom, baby broom that I bought on online. But this my nanny got. And it's the most genius toy ever, Dyson, you know, which makes like the coolest uh, sure, vacuum yeah. cleaners yeah. ever. They make a fake child's vacuum cleaner, and it is all he cares about. It is the first thing after he comments on people's shoes on the street <laughs> in the morning that he gravitates to, and it makes the but sound why fake. Why fake? Why not get the kid, you know, earn? Well, I'm his sure teeth. there's some like the kid's arm would be sucked up into the vacuum. It's probably never not never lose a suction. <laughs> never lose suction. But it makes the sound and it's got a thing and it little colored things that run go in it. It's the greatest toy ever. It's like twenty bucks. Yeah. That that is yeah. That that is a, quite an endorsement. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I that with well, a mask was on, so we had to have one photo of this is. So remember cutest baby alive? Yeah. Remember cutest baby alive that you do, don't recognize anymore? So here's cutest baby right. that you don't recognize, and here's why, because here, here's Wyatt now. There he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's very sweet. He's very sweet. He, well, yes, he swam in the ocean for the first time. I brought oh, that's him right. the ocean. That's very Another pleasant. Big that's very pleasant. Yeah. Now, when uh, do we actually start recording? Like, what? is it? When do we actually start recording? When does when when does the show start? This is an elaborate prank. There's no. <laughs> We have to take another break, but don't go anywhere. When we come back, Anderson and I are going to do shots. Hey, everybody, we're back here with the host of Anderson Cooper 360, Mr. Anderson Cooper. Uh, New Year's Eve. Okay, so what do you guys call just... New Year's Rock and Eve. What do you and Andy call it? Uh, yeah, we call it um, uh, CNN. <laughs> no, it's Ryan Seacrest New Year Rockin' New Year's Eve, starring no, Dick starring, Clark. Right? No, it's not. Uh, yeah, no, it's just uh, I don't know. It's just New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's it's CNN's New Year's. Just Eve. Just the facts, ma'am. Just yeah, just it's New Year's Eve. What yeah. more do you want? It's Andy and Andrew, Andy and Andy's. It's mm -hmm. AC Two New Year's. I don't know. It's just it's just we're just in Times Square and it's four and a half hours. We got four and a half hours. Um, and would then, love and you, you, you kindly had a shot with us last night. I year. did have a shot. I can't. I am. I am actually traveling New Year's Eve, so I can't do it. I'm sorry. Does anyone believe that? Does, does anyone? I don't believe that. Yeah, but that's okay. You you were there for us last year, and that's okay. I, I will send you a oh, copy yes. of my boarding pass. <laughs> I am tra I'm traveling, but I will do this with you now. I'll do a shot with you now. You want to do a shot right now? Sure. <laughs> See, I, you, as you know, I, I don't drink, actually. You don't, you yes. don't drink, and, I, you have a, and you have a show tonight. And I'm not very good at drinking. No, well, yeah. you're a fast learner. We actually have a, we actually have a clip of right. you from Andy last year. Andy makes drink on New Year's Eve. That's his thing. Okay. Right. And peer pressure. Yes. And uh, we have a clip of you from last year yeah. of all the shots you did and some of your reaction to the shots. And this is something that happens every year. Yeah. And it gets more intense with every Does year. Get you more, get yeah. less good at it. I get worse at it, yeah. Jim? <laughs> Let's do it. 
shot get you a little drunk? You seem a little slurry. Uh, do I? So Clappy is like, clap those little hands. Clap those tiny hands. Shake those tiny hands. Clap those little hands. Oh. 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 Where right. am I? Right. Okay. Where am I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. There you go. Just, wow, what is this? What is this? Oh, a Casamigos. That's some of this, uh, that's, that's George Clooney, uh, Hollywood yeah. liberal. Uh, yeah, that's one things. of those, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's some lines. Wow, okay. Do you do the salt? Do you do the salt? Uh, no. Do you I, do the salt? I don't know what that means. You do this. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Even I think you've had enough. Yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm sorry about that. There you go. Yeah. Well, you have a toddler. You know what this is sure, like. Sure, yeah. I'm sure why it knocks over his tequila all the time. <laughs> okay, so there we go. There yeah. it is. Uh, okay, hey, wow. That is, seems big. I know who's getting fired tonight, and it's me. Okay, okay uh, so the you do this. I got a okay? show tonight, you know. I, you go do on, the, I know. I go on the air Come in on. two hours. Do this. You do this. Oh, really? You lick, your, lick right here. Oh, really? Yeah, you lick it first. You have to lick it first, or else the salt won't stick. Or the salt won't stick. I don't know what you're saying. You lick right Are here. Are these code words? This, no, <laughs> it's not a code word. You literally. Okay. What does that mean? Okay, lick so it, then you the lick this, take stick. the shot, and then you do the, the bite, okay? Okay. 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 <laughs> no, this is all fun. There's nothing to lick be scared it, of. You're going to be great. Take the shot, and then the. And then you bite the, 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 the lime. Okay. Okay. Should I? I'll hold on to the lime. Okay. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. All right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Oh, so you know, you know to hold it. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Oh, right? yeah, that's my. Feliz Navidad. Bring in the new year with Anderson by watching CNN's New Year's Eve coverage with Andy Cohen. Happy Holidays from The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. While we're off for our winter break, we'll be dropping exclusive interviews with the biggest stars and your favorite Colbert classics. We'll be back in the new year with all new episodes. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+.